First thing they have to remember is that a recession is part of an ordinary economic cycle. These happen. They, they, they're going to happen again and again. And so recognizing that it's a cycle and knowing where you are in the cycle and making good, sound, pragmatic decisions in the cycle. So knowing also that they're temporary. So even when things are going great, that too is temporary. So being aware of that when the economy turns around and positioning your investments accordingly. I think is Welcome to the Community Conversation Podcast presented by Community America Credit Union. We have a compelling and impactful story to tell, and our goal with these conversations will never be to sell you something. We would rather have an important discussion with our very talented employees, leaders, members, community partners, and experts from a variety of industries and causes to help educate and inform you. Stay tuned at the end of the podcast for some important disclosures. Welcome back to another episode of the Community Conversation presented by Community America Credit Union. I'm your host today, Justin Rickliff's friend and partner of the Credit Union. Excited for lots of things. Um, number one, I'm excited that we're into 2023. So happy new year, Amy and Brad. Happy New Year. <laughs> also also grateful uh, for y'all joining us. We'll do some quick intros here in a moment. And today's conversation maybe isn't like the Happy New Year banner, <laughs> but it is a very important conversation that we need to start the new year with. And that is the topic of a recession, which is a big, scary, hairy word at times that can be laced with lots of panic and emotion. Um, but buckle up, we're going to have lots of practical tips and conversations here to help members along. So uh, without further ado, let's intro our guest, Amy Groathaus. Amy is a, a veteran of the podcast circuit here. <laughs> so yeah. welcome back. Um, give give a quick reset on your role with, the, with Community America and uh, specifically how you're excited about this conversation. Session today. Yeah, thanks for having us today. Like I'm Amy Grothouse, Senior Vice President of Community Development with Community America Credit Union. And I have been on here before and have about 20 plus years of financial services um, experience and happy to be here sharing um, this topic with my colleague, Brad. Awesome. Brad, tell us about you, my friend. Yeah, so uh, I too have been in the business for a long time. Um, uh, my title is Vice President of Wealth Management by Community America, but uh, generally I work with the advisors here in Kansas City and beyond. Awesome. Okay, so recession, Whew, big topic, lots to cover, and it's on everyone's mind. We don't have to bring this up as like some new topic that nobody's thinking about. We're through the holidays, we're into the new year. You can't, you literally can't open social media, watch the news, listen to anything without um, having this topic kind of right in your face. So we, we want to be a helpful voice in that dialogue. We want to be able to guide members and impact their thinking and mindfulness and awareness and certainly their decision making in this uncertain time that we find ourselves. So I guess at its most basic level, Brad, can we start with a level set of defining what a recession is. Can we just start there and then we'll make our way into some helpful and practical tips for members? Sure. So what happens is in anticipation of a declining economy, companies start to slow down production. 
they start to slow or even pause some of their capital expenditures. So think plant expansions or, or you know buying new equipment. They tend to slow those things down. Well, consumers tend to do the same thing, right? They're anticipating a, a, a possible cut in their hourly uh, their work hours for a work week. They they run the risk of maybe losing their job because of the economy slowing. Um, people entering the workforce may find fewer job opportunities. It may be harder to find a job. It may take longer to find a job. So for all those reasons, we see everything starting to cut back and people getting more selective of where they spend. Yeah, and and how I know I know every recession is different, has been different. But is there are there general guidelines or or historical data to show how long they last? What the, what the impact is, et cetera, specifically the timeline. How, how long does a recession typically last? Yeah, so let's let's talk averages and let's talk shortest and longest, those kinds of things. So uh, the shortest recession we've seen was just a recent one, the COVID-19 recession. It only lasted two months, but it was pretty deep and pretty mm-hmm. severe, but it recovered very quickly. A lot of people barely noticed that it was a recession. Um, so you've got the shortest one at two months. Historically, the average is about 10 months. And uh, remember, if, if you're under 30, we've had such a long boom from 2009 mm. to 2020 that if you're under 30, you probably haven't experienced a recession in your adult life. And, and it's been so long since some have experienced one that we've kind of lost context of what a recession really is. Yeah, for sure. And and certainly that's lots of our members, right, that are in that under 30 demographic. And, and maybe in the middle of that, they're going – well, all we're hearing now is that we're in one, or we might be in one. And so I guess, Amy, transitioning to you, how is your team, and you specifically in the in the in Community America Credit Union at large, helping members prepare for this conversation, certainly, but also the road ahead and, and what may be transpiring from a economic perspective? Well, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, and Brad and I were also talking the other day regarding do we think it's going to be like the 2009-2008 recession? And there are components that are similar, but there are some that are going to be a little different. And I think the things that we've learned about and that Community America specifically has tried to help our members with is to be prepared Mm. and have a budget and have a plan. And specifically, I think for all of us, is just not to panic because we kind of know we've seen this. And so if we can focus on the things that we have control over and taking a, an assessment of our own finances and then put a plan together that can help us weather anything, any economic uncertainty. Sure. And I think this one, if we have one, will be really different than the 2008. If you look back then, that was largely driven by a steep stark decline in the housing market and a lot of, uh, I'll call it panic, by the financial crisis that, that came from that, from our financial institutions. And today, our financial institutions and the the entire financial system globally is much stronger than it was then. And we've learned a lot. So I, I think if we do have a recession, it'll be vastly different than, than the 2008-2009. And, and if I'm hearing you both, it's almost this taking it out of this big, scary, nebulous, mm-hmm. big picture concept and going, hey, wait, wait a second. <laughs> what, what do I have control over? What, what, what questions can I answer directly with my own life? And, and what are some of those questions potentially, Amy, that, that members are able to ask and have a direct impact over their reality? Yeah, some questions that I think are important are, how much cash do I have on hand? How much debt do I currently have, as in credit cards, student loans? What are your basic monthly living expenses? 
you know, food, insurance, shelter, transportation, childcare. And then do you have any major life events coming up, you know, things that are going to be expensive, like a medical procedure, uh, you know, having a baby? Mm. Those are things that you can kind of take stock of so you can assess. And then, you know, that's when you can start your budget and to figure out, you know, what could you be spending? Should you be spending your money on your wants, your needs? For sure. Savings. For sure. And so, yeah, that, I think you're leading me to, the, to my, my, my question, <laughs> which is, how do you then help members start to prioritize that list of very helpful questions? But also, again, if you're in that panic mode, if the advice is don't panic, right. but I feel like I'm about to panic, um, how do you start to prioritize that? Like, okay, cool. Take a deep breath. Here's the list of questions. Here's what we start attacking first. What would those those top items look like? Well, when you can take an inventory of where your money is going and what you're spending it on and what you need to cover, like groceries and food, that's when you can have the budget to, you know, you always want to um, pay yourself first, hmm. as in, you know, whether it's investing or hmm. savings and having that um, emergency fund built up. But that's when, when you start your budget that you can, and you can, you know, do any app or even a spreadsheet. Hmm. Um, we have a management tool in our online banking that you can use also to list your monthly expenses and income. And then once you know where your money is coming and going, that's when you can kind of decide, okay, what can I cut back on? Do I really need this? Do I have to go on vacation? Or And being really honest with yourself so then you can start prioritizing where you're spending and keep that top of mind that um, this also is a time where you can take this as a moment of the knowing that we're heading into a recession to really hustle and start saving money and spending less so you can get ahead of the game. Yeah, and I, I think that's uh, probably one of the good things that comes out of a recession is that financial discipline, mm-hmm. whether it's whether you own a company or whether it's your household budget, it gives us all a chance to reassess what's important, where do I need to spend money, where can I cut back to your point? And I think that discipline that we develop coming from a recession occasionally probably helps us in the long run. Yeah. So, so you're saying the seven streaming services probably aren't necessary <laughs> in, my, in my personal budget? Darn it. Yes, yeah. it could be a good Pro- pro- Probably a good opportunity to um, to be yeah to be certain about yeah where every dollar is going. Just to have awareness and a plan around that is super good. Absolutely. And you know another tip that we like to tell our membership is that there's such thing as smart borrowing, and mm. to really be intentional about not putting your vacation or entertainment on a credit card and really saving that as a, you know, more smart borrowing and not putting yourself more in debt if you don't have to do something. I love that. Are there specific, you mentioned the hustle word, which I think is is good and interesting. Are there ways that, again, every, every situation in life is different, but where people can earn extra income, start a side hustle, create a little bit of cash that that maybe they wouldn't have to in, you know, quote unquote, normal situations. Yeah, I think this is a good time because you don't know if you're going to get laid off. I mean, to Brad's point earlier, people are going to stop spending as much. So then the the supply and the demand of things are going to go down. And so this could be a good time to learn a new skill or to, you know, lots of people are creative and you could make money off that and sell something online or provide a service because you never know. And it's a good way to earn extra income so you can start that emergency fund for three to six months in reserve or start investing smarter. And because 
you don't know what's going to happen. And it doesn't hurt to have um, a little side hustle, as I call it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Brad, let's shift to the investment side of this coin, so to speak. And you, you mentioned the couple weeks right around COVID, stock market went the wrong direction <laughs> pretty quickly and rapidly and, and in a volatile fashion. The And again, not that we're predicting that or saying that that's the case, but investments are certainly a, a, a parallel path in terms of the conversation and the awareness of what might be going on from your portfolio perspective. So help us frame up what that conversation looks like as it as it relates to a potential recession. Yeah, so let's let's talk a little about what happens to investments, really assets in general. So think real estate, um, investments in general. Um, as you come into a recession, they tend to decline and they tend to you know, stay uh, lower during the recession. As we start to sense that we're coming out of the recession, those asset prices start to climb. So what can you do? Mm. Um, and I'll say this as well. During a recession, uh, it can be a very stressful time for everyone. You're unsure about your job. You're unsure about your investment portfolio if you're retired and that's what you're living off of. So it's very stressful. And Mm -hmm. let's face it, we don't always make the best financial decisions when we're under stress, right? There's a lot of emotion involved. So I think one step is having a a dispassionate advisor, someone who's not Mm -hmm. connected in an emotional way to the market and your investments, Mm -hmm. can give you sound, rational, pragmatic advice on what to do in those situations. Because again, you don't know how long a recession is going to last when you're in it. So people often assume that the market's going to continue to trail down for some indefinite period of time, and it may never come back. When, when What we've seen in reality is it often does. Uh, it always does. It always has. So uh, that's a good time to talk to a, a good advisor who can help you with your budget, who can help you understand where we really are in, the, in terms of the cycle. And we've seen a lot of times during a recession with those lower asset prices, we also see sometimes lower interest rates. So sometimes it's a good time to be considering buying those assets um, in those recession environments, but they're they're tough decisions to make. Yeah, and, and you mentioned tough decisions, and my mind goes to risk. <laughs> like, what what is the tolerance of risk? What is the willingness to risk. There's literally a million factors in terms of age and income and asset size and all sorts of complexities. But how do you help members understand risk profiles, risk tolerance in environments like this? That's a great question. And what in human nature, what what we've seen and what I've seen in my years in the business is people tend to get over aggressive. So they, they understate their risk uh, when the market's doing really well, right? Everybody wants to be in. You want to be in on the growth. And when the market tends to turn uh, downward during a recession environment, people get too conservative. They they change their risk tolerance at the worst time. So the emotions behind that tend to force us to do the wrong thing at the wrong time. Hmm. That's why a good advisor can help you recognize that human nature, that, that emotional state that you're in, and help you pause, think through, and make a better decision. That's great. The... My mind is just thinking through the the million scenarios here of the member at every life stage or every mm-hmm. income level. It all varies, and I, I just I'm struck by Brad your comment of when we are in an emotional state, we don't always make the best logical decisions. And uh, uh, and Amy, maybe <clears throat> excuse me, this is where you can talk about the the community and the and the relationships that the credit union has in the 
in, in the in the marketplace and certainly in the individual homes, but how an outside perspective or an outside voice or a trusted advisor can help navigate and and be a guide for members, us included, when we're in a tough, stressful environment. Yeah, I always like to talk to our members about getting a second opinion, even if you don't have an advisor or do have an advisor, to meet with one of our wealth advisors or even any of our um, financial relationship specialists or we have well-being coaches. At the end of the day, we want to help people regardless of income, Mm -hmm. every individual, and we want them to have a plan, and everyone deserves a plan, and sometimes life happens. And you want, and again, that's why if you do have a plan, you're less likely to make those impulsive, emotional, um, make you feel good debit card swipe or credit card <laughs> swipes, especially when you, you don't feel like you, that's the only thing you have control over. Mm-hmm. But if you remember, like, nope, I said I wasn't going to spend mm-hmm. that this month mm-hmm. because I'm going to put some extra money in my savings. And I just think it comes back to regardless, because life's going to happen, whether it's the recession or you get sick, um, get ready for retirement, your kids go off to college. You want to have a plan to be prepared for that. And it just feels so good to have that financial peace of mind. For sure. And quite literally, Amy, this phrase emergency fund is Mm -hmm. used for an emergency. (laughs) Like, like, Talk about when you mentioned peace of mind. Are there specifics or generalities or or somewhere in between that you would advise members on? What is an emergency fund? Why is it important? How much should it be? Yeah, and I think that it is um, when you kind of go back to a state of mind, it's an opinion. But I think that if any research or expert state, three to six months of an emergency, and that's liquid in a savings account or a money market that you can break just in case, Um, And there's no penalty to that versus like some investing, you might have that, but that's still an opportunity if you need to. Um, It's in an account that can help ensure that, again, if you have a temporary loss of job or you have an unexpected expense, which I'm a mom of three kids and I feel like every week I'm like, (laughs) really? Yeah. It costs Uh that much to go for basketball? Okay. Yeah. Um, But that also, again, is so, so you know, like, you know what? You can go get the new pair of basketball shoes because your feet keep growing. (laughs) Every four months. (laughs) Right. Um, Just as an example. And, you know, again, we were talking about this earlier. I remember my husband works for um, um, the auto industry and and worked there in 2008 Mm. and 2009. And it was really scary Mm. because we did think he was going to lose his job or at least be laid off. And so, you know, we downsized and really tried to get ourselves in a position where we could live off one income or half of an income in case Mm. something like that happened and starting an emergency fund was like the first thing we did. Mm. And that makes me remember, Brad, your early comments about the definition of a recession. It's when, certainly you're the expert, so correct my language here, but it's when the economy as a whole, but then specifically individuals and companies are, are making decisions to reduce production, spending. It is a, it is a, different mindset. And it is, again, a scary, panic-inducing concept if it's not understood well. But if it is understood, it's like, no, we can we can choose for a short period of time to restrict our spending, spend less, make stronger decisions. How are you seeing that play out maybe even in um, relationship to, to members and their spending now? Yeah, it's a great question. And to your point, when those companies and, and families start to cut back and curtail spending, 
that can lead to lower production, fewer fewer mm. hours if you're if you're working on an hourly basis. It may mean risk to your job. You might lose your job during that time. So uh, all of those things. To your point, it's important to have a plan. It's important to be proactive. Mm. Um, so I love the idea that, that you suggested about getting out in front of this, right? Mm-hmm. In anticipation, before I lose, potentially lose my job or get my hours cut back, what can I trim now so I'm in better position if that does happen? So that's, uh, that's how I'd answer that. Yeah, that's great. L- last thought here before we before we wrap and give members some specific tips and and. Um, homework even. <laughs> but the the mindset of, you know, I've heard it said that sometimes fortunes are made during a recession. Mm-hmm. How, how would you, and I know, you know, the financial peace of mind conversation, Amy, that you've talked about a couple times, and Brad, the mindset of invest investing maybe even when assets are devalued. How would you encourage members to think about this as an opportunity? Well, the first thing they have to remember is that a recession is part of an ordinary economic cycle. These happen. They, they, they're going to happen again and again. And so recognizing that it's a cycle and knowing where you are in the cycle and making good, sound, pragmatic decisions in the cycle. So knowing also that they're temporary, right? So even when things are going great, that too is temporary. So being aware of that when the economy turns around uh, and Positioning your investments accordingly, I think, is important. I love it. Amy? Well, I am actually one of those that loves New Year's resolutions. And with this being the new start of the year, regardless, again, of a recession or whatever, is a great time to take stock of what went well last year. What did, you know, what am I most proud of from a spending perspective? What could I have done differently? And try to instill that going forward for this coming mm-hmm. year. It's like, let's maybe not spend the money on whatever that was that you could now have in your savings account, which, again, you could take this as an opportunity to go, I'm really going to get disciplined because I think it's nice once you start building your nest egg up a little more. So then, again, you have something to fall back on and to have a plan. I love it. I love it. Okay, this has been super helpful. Let's be specific as we send members back to their day here in uh, the beginning of 2023. What are what are maybe let's pick a number let's pick three what are three helpful tips or advice we would send Community America members uh, along their way after listening to this conversation today Brad do you want to start us Sure so again while recessions can cause stress and anxiety know that they're temporary I love that Amy how about number two Well don't panic and if you have a plan I you know life is about what happens to us not what happens to us but how we react to it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's well said. Um, number three, Brad, what do you think? Well, oddly enough, a uh, recession can actually be an opportunity for you in many ways. Mm. We talked about some of those examples, but I love that as a, as a key takeaway for sure. And then, Amy, maybe a, a call to action here. Like, how can members take this information, their learnings from it, and take action? Well, you can speak to um, any wealth advisor at Community America or stop by a branch, and we'd be happy to help. It, you know, just come in and ask, and we're there to help you. I love that. And all the specific advisors are listed on the website. All the branch information is mm-hmm. listed on the website. So communityamerica.com, as always, is a wonderful wealth of information and resources. Thanks so much yeah. uh, for your wisdom. Thanks for sharing your time with us and your knowledge. And thanks to the listeners, most importantly for tuning in to another edition of the Community Conversation presented by Community America Credit Union. Take care and Happy New Year.
This podcast is brought to you by Community America Credit Union. This recording is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended to replace the advice of a loan representative or financial advisor. The examples provided are for illustration purposes only and may not apply to your situation. Since every situation is different, we recommend speaking to a loan representative or financial advisor regarding your specific needs. All loans are subject to approval. You may also want to contact your tax advisor for additional tax implications. Any reference to third-party websites are provided for information purposes only and are not endorsed by Community America. Community America is an equal housing lender. Please visit communityamerica.com to learn more about how we can assist you in achieving your financial peace of mind.